Hey y'all, welcome to the Visit Roswell podcast where we talk all things tourism and hospitality related in Roswell, Georgia. We will be interviewing our partners all throughout the community and hopefully inspiring you to plan a trip to visit Roswell at your natural pace. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Andy Williams, Executive Director of Visit Roswell, the Roswell Convention and Visitors Bureau, where we talk all things tourism throughout our community. And we are back with another episode of Crafting Roswell and definitely excited about this next guest. Um, She really needs no introduction, has uh, very successful businesses throughout the community and is um, quite well known as well. And joining me today is Chaz Easterly of Linen and Flax. Chaz, welcome to the uh, to the podcast. Hi, Andy. Thank you so much for having me. It's I love Roswell, and I'm excited to share about how we grew this business in Roswell. You got it, absolutely. I think a number of our, our audience members are really kind of interested in the Linen and Flax story um, because you guys are really... Uh, you really have a prominent establishment, you know, there on Canton Street and then um, just kind of all around. And I know you've got quite a following uh, with various designers and then your customers as well. So let's kick it off and just, um, Chaz, tell us a little bit about yourself, including kind of your background and how you came into the world of, say, interior design. Yes. Well, I started Linen and Flax in 2015, but prior to Linen and Flax, Uh, We moved here, our whole family relocated from South Florida to Roswell. And when we saw Roswell and we were looking for a home, we fell in love with Canton Street. We fell in love, and that was 13 years ago. We just fell in love with the charm and the beauty and the history. And um, I really wasn't planning on opening a store, but I remember saying when I was driving down Canton Street, I'm like, wow, if I ever opened a store, this is the perfect place, the perfect street to have a little boutique. Um, so I was a stay-at-home mom. We were building our dream home. Long story short, uh, it was 2008, so everything crashed. And my husband's like, I think it's time for you to start working. And I started working with Pottery Barn. And um, I just was hired to be a design consultant. They were just launching the program. And they said, hey, um, do you want to launch this design program for us? Because I was, I, in my own way, I felt like I was a designer, even though I wasn't. We built our dream home and I had so much fun putting it together. Right. And I thought, sure, I'm a designer. I can do that. Uh, so launched this program. It was really successful. And um, I was with Pottery Barn for three years, just kind of learning the craft of design, working in people's homes. And then we had such a strong following. I had a following in the store that I thought maybe it's time to branch out on my own. And I started a small company, uh, Chaz, it was actually in 2008, um, Girl on a Budget, because everybody was on a budget because everything crashed. Right. And then that just grew into my own design business, Chaz Easterly Design. And then I came up with, uh, shortly thereafter, Linen and Flax Home, because I really wanted it to be a lifestyle brand versus just a Chaz Easterly design firm. So that's really how it came about in 2015. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Good deal. I'm, I'm learning some things I didn't know. <laughs> There's so much in that story. It's hard to put it in a nutshell. Um, yeah. But yes, that's really how it all came about. So, and you have linen and flax home, but you also have linen and flax apparel. So give us the rundown on, you know, the difference between both of those businesses and kind of how you came about to branch out. So again, Andy, when I, when I decided to start and launch linen and flax um, home, it was really because I had this design business that was really thriving 
and not everybody could afford an interior designer. So mm -hmm. they were, I decided to open our home and invite strangers into our home. And I did a designer showcase home. And when I opened up our home, which is a crazy idea, it was before Instagram, it was on Facebook, it sold out in five minutes. And wow. um, when people came into our home, they wanted to purchase everything. So I couldn't, I didn't think that far ahead. I was like, wow, people really want to buy. We're just coming out of this recession. So I did another one. And when I did one with items to purchase, uh, it sold out in one night and people were stopping by my house the next day. I heard there was a place that had great pillows and vases. And then that's when I thought, well, maybe this is time to open a storefront. So it started with the design firm. And then we opened the small storefront, which is 984 Canton Street, which is now our apparel store. Mm -hmm. uh, but that was our first home store and it's 900 square feet, uh, cute, charming store right in the middle of downtown. We opened our doors um, in December of 2015 and we had a line going around the building. Wow. Um, in fact, the mayor showed up to cut the ribbon and we were still opening boxes in the back. Oh, wow. <laughs> we really didn't know what we were doing. Um, my warehouse was in my home garage for two years and we had people working out of my garage at my home. So it's really a small business startup in the truest form. Um, and then we were very successful at that little store, but we needed more space. And then we moved over to Oak Street and got a warehouse. And then we turned that into a storefront. And then we just couldn't keep up with the business. And then as I was getting on Instagram, I would do stories and people would ask about my clothing. And it was from all over, from Gap to Ann Taylor, whatever. And I thought one day it'd be great to have an apparel store. Right. So that's how the apparel store came about because people just wanted to know what I was wearing and where they could buy it. And I thought we'll do a lifestyle brand. That's great. Okay. Yeah. It came very organically. Yeah. And then we moved from 984 Canton Street to 1025 Canton Street to a larger building for the home store. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we launched the apparel store in 2017 and the new home store in the, a month later. And we've been thriving, thank God. Well, and where Linda Flax home is, that previously was, wasn't there an office there that was, and it was painted purple, kind of pinkish purple? <laughs> yes, it was covered. It's this beautiful home. And one thing about Linden and Flax that we love to do is to expose true beauty. So this house, I came across it. Actually, I was leaving the apparel store, the home store, the original home store, Saturday night. And I drove by and they had just put a sign in the front yard um, for rent. And I was like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm, I'm going to get this house. So I called immediately. I was banging on the door. Someone came to the door. It was covered. I mean, you just couldn't see it in bushes and trees and it was red with brown trim. <laughs> so mm -hmm. um, I told them that night, I said, I'll take it. I didn't think twice. I didn't know what I was going to do with the apparel store, with the original home store yet, but I knew we needed more space. And then I just started unveiling its natural beauty. We painted it white, of course. We got rid of all the overgrown trees and mm -hmm. it's just one of the cutest little spots on Canton Street. We love it. Oh yeah, it's great. The cafe lighting looks great. It's um, very well done for sure. And uh, it's funny because back before, I mean, this is well before I worked in Roswell, but my brother-in-law actually uh, worked for the company that was in there. So he was, you know, in, inside making sales no calls kidding. every day. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty good stuff. And it's funny, we actually walked in, uh, they were in town and, and we took them through and it was funny watching him go through all the different, you know, rooms, <laughs> seeing it as it is now, it was a, a trip. Yeah, I mean, the first day we walked in there, that the night I walked in there, Saturday night, the, there was a gentleman working there and he let me in. I was like, I'm not a creeper. I just need this place. And I know things go fast in Roswell. So I said, I'm going to take sure. it. Not sure all the logistics yet, but there were so many walls and 
we com- we took occupancy of that space in January, mm-hmm. January 1st, and we tore walls down, we painted, we put a store together in three weeks. We opened January 26th. <laughs> so it's Got it. Oh, yeah. Fast. <laughs> no um, so anyway, it, it turned out beautiful. I love I love the new way uh, of that house, the inside. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what is it about the Roswell community that's really factored into your business success? Obviously, you know, you're frequented by uh, residents and, and visitors, but you, know, you spoke about Roswell being a special place. And obviously, you know, you put roots here. Uh, so what is it about the community? I mean, there's so much about it, Andy. I mean, I love so much about um, Roswell. When we first were considering relocating here, our realtor took us to Buckhead and coming and all these spots, but we kept driving through Roswell to get to Alpharetta, to get to Buckhead or Sandy Springs. And I was like, what is this street? What the soul of Roswell is what got me as a, before even Linden and Flax. I thought this is the type of street because that's all I saw was Canton Street that you raise your children on, you take walks on, you're walking your dog, you're going to your little boutique. I just thought in my head, I'm from Connecticut originally, and it felt like home because Connecticut has that historic kind of feel to it. Right. And so I loved the history. I loved the charm. I loved right down to just like the light post on Canton Street. Right. And then as we started looking into the parks, because we had young, three young children, there was so much for a family at our parks, Roswell Parks, like it's incredible from football to baseball to gymnastics. So we found everything that our kids needed. Um, we love, of course, there was excellent school choices. Um, we've gone through the Roswell Public Schools, but we've also gone to, we now have two kids in a private school, Fellowship Christian. Right. Um, so, so many great opportunities for school education um, and to start a business. We didn't even know that was going to happen, but no better place to start a business. It's one of the most supportive, engaging um, communities I've ever been a part of. It's it's unbelievable Roswell has a saying, we are one, and that is true. If there's a new business, we flood it. If there is um, someone that has a need, there's servants, there's helpers. It's just the best right. in so many ways. And then I didn't even talk about the waterfalls and the recreation area by the river. I mean, we loved when our kids were younger to go ride bikes down there. I mean, hiking around the mill, it's just, it's hard to find. It's, it's very special. Chaz, you want to do some contract work for us at Visit Roswell? <laughs> yes, seriously. I can tell you as, you know, families that are looking for an amazing place to raise your kids. And not only did we not even look in um, this Atlanta metro area, we were looking at Nashville. We were looking in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. We were looking at different parts of the country. And every time we would drive through Atlanta to get back to Florida as on our pursuits to look for a place to land for our family and really you know, find this amazing community. It checked every box from recreation yeah. to schools to home, everything. So yes, love it. Love Roswell. I, I totally agree. We were up in the coming area before, um, you know, I found this position and gosh, when, when I got the job, my wife and I were just giddy. The fact that we were going to get to move into the community and it's, um, I totally yeah. agree. I mean, it's, it's a place you really want to stay forever for sure. It really is. And you picture not only raising your family, but creating a home that your kids come back to with wonderful memories of Saturday mornings, waking up and being able to walk to Canton Street for breakfast at one of the several amazing places for breakfast and Mm -hmm. every dinner. I mean, everyone talks about different communities close by, but we don't leave Canton Street. If if we go to dinner, we go to Canton Street. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I love it. We love having our headquarters here. 
um, and being a part of this fabric. It'll always be home for linen and flats and, and most likely for our family too. <laughs> that is fantastic to hear. Um, well, you know, you had hit on this a little bit earlier too, when you, when you talked about, you know, your clothes and then kind of how you kind of cultivated this following through your social media and online, you know, is that something that also came naturally or do you have a strategic kind of plan, you know, with how you do that? Because I know you, you really do it well. And, um, it's, it's obviously noted and, uh, it's, it's, you know, primary reason we wanted to bring you on too, because I mean, you, you just do it right. And there are a number of different, you know, factors that go into running a successful business, but as someone in, in the marketing field, you know, you, you've kind of got it going on. So how did that all come about with cultivating the following? So it's very organic. It's, it came on very natural. Um, mm -hmm. everything in this business really has, I have no skill with marketing as far as there's nothing learned as far as marketing or PR or strategies, um, really in business or social media, there's never been a strategy. It's been following my passion and my love for home, family, lifestyle, travel. We, we just are about to launch a, a leisure, a leisure, um, extension, expansion of linen and flats. Okay. It's just, I just do what I love and what comes absolutely natural. And I think because it's authentic, because I truly love home and I, I love pillows and everything that goes into a home and I love construction and then I love apparel and I love shoes and handbags. So every single thing I, I hand pick, I purchase, I shop for and buy for the stores, but I'm truly buying it, not for a sale, but I picture our customers. I, we know our customers, we're engaged with them. And I'm like, oh, Donna would love this. Leslie's going to love this. Yeah. So it's, it comes with a passion for all the pretty things, but also knowing our people. And I didn't always love social media as far as doing stories and being on camera. Right. And I was actually challenged by a friend of mine. And he said, you have a personality that engages with people. You should be engaging. And I'm like, I cannot do that. What am I going to say? And he just was like, I'm just challenging you to do it once a week for a month. And then I started doing it and there was such an engagement and I love people and I love connecting with them. And it feels so much more than a storefront on Canton street, not only with Roswell, the people we've made connections with, but all over the country. Um, it's actually been awesome because so many people um, from California, we had people from Oklahoma last week, people will plan their travel trips now and they'll come to Roswell because they want to experience linen and flats. And then they see me sharing, you know, Canton Street or we're at dinner at Canton Street or we're hiking, you know, over by the mill. And now we've created a little Roswell guide where, where to stay, what to do, where to eat. And they literally are booking their vacations to come to Canton Street and experience Roswell. So it's been really cool to see the whole country kind of wanting to see Roswell as well. Yeah. <laughs> Not just linen and flax, but to the original question, it came very natural just sharing what I love. And, um, and it's grown so much by getting on Instagram and making the connection because people want connection with people and not product. And that's been our little sweet spot. I love it. That's uh, you're spot on. I mean, passion and authenticity. If you check those two boxes, the rest comes with it, right? I mean, that's absolutely. That, it's and it's something that we really weave into our work every single day too. And it's um, that is definitely felt. I can tell you that. So um, appreciate that, and that's very refreshing to hear. Um, so let's let's kind of well shoot. Let's shift around a little bit. You talked about this leisure kind of branch. Is is that something you're comfortable sharing with what the future looks like for this different kind of arm of the company? Absolutely. Um, so it's, like I said, Andy, everything has come very organically with the company, mm -hmm. with this business. We're really a small business. Sometimes I say company, it's just our team, 
we're small business and we all work really hard, but I was traveling um, last year and I shared our vacation and the, the hotel had so many people overwhelm them with reservations that they said, please don't post anymore about it. We can't wow. keep up with it. And I thought, well, that's crazy. And then throughout the year, even during a pandemic, people have been reaching out and they're like, tell us about where you stayed here and what did you, where'd you eat there? And so I thought, wouldn't it be great to have a place that was a linen and flax home that we can style and decorate with everything from towels to bedding, to furniture, to the plate they eat off of. They come, they stay, they're in an amazing vacation space, but they're filled and surrounded by all things linen and flax. And then we'll have a little catalog there and it can send them to our website. So I took a leap of faith, actually just last week, oh, wow. <laughs> I bought a beach house in um, Rosemary Beach and it's all right. in, in Flax Cottage. And we have such a connection with Rosemary. It's always inspired me in this um, business of ours. Um, and we have such, it, it works beautifully with our design piece. So we felt like it was the perfect spot. Again, another great community. It's familiar, it's charming, kind of like Roswell, but it's mm -hmm. just, it's like Roswell on the beach. <laughs> That's really, oh yeah, Rosemary Beach is awesome. And uh, I think I told you, my wife is also an interior designer. It's funny, now I'm starting to wonder because she was down at the beach um, in Rosemary last week and the owner had just sold the house. You didn't happen oh, to no go under- kidding. You didn't go under contract last week, did you? Well, I did. <laughs> last uh, weekend, yeah. Was it with a fellow interior designer by chance? You know, it's funny, I have no idea. So I never even saw the upstairs of the house. Okay. We, um, we went there to look at a different location and then I saw this online. I'm like, let me pop in. So Saturday night, my husband and I drove in front of it and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. And it was rented out. So we couldn't get in. Mm -hmm. um, so the realtor was like, you'll have to come back next weekend. But then the person who was renting the house out, maybe it was your wife. She was like, um, you can come on inside. She happened to walk outside. She invited us in and I was able to see like the pool area and the main part of the house. Still don't know what's happening upstairs. <laughs> Interesting. Like, Souls. Um, so we met our realtor the next day and we weren't able to get inside again, but I knew enough, the location, the amount of people you could sleep. It was totally on brand because we yeah. really wanted this as an investment property, totally renting it out for linen and flax friends. So it had to be on yeah. brand and it was just a perfect house. And I don't That's know, I can't even believe we got it. I, I was shocked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, that market is crazy. Oh yeah, That's down there especially. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Um, well, you know, we talked a little bit too about the uh, the pandemic. So some industries were just crazy affected. I mean, obviously, you know, tourism, um, hotels, you know, definitely felt it. We definitely had to support our restaurants, our retailers. Um, you know, but some industries had banner years. So what did that do to linen and flags? Did you feel it? Did you have to adapt? What did that look like? We definitely had to pivot, we had to adapt. So when um, we were doing a huge design project, the weekend, everything shut down. We had just finished on Friday and I think Saturday, we were planning an anniversary. I can't remember what the anniversary, but it was an, an anniversary for linen and flax. And I remember everyone just saying the country's shutting down. So that following that Sunday, um, called mm -hmm. our employees, we did a Zoom call. And I was devastated. I thought I have worked so hard. We have worked so hard. How am I going to pay everybody? And I was just scared. Like, how long will this last? Are we going to shut our doors? I was devastated. But then Roswell, because our community is so loyal. I would say, number one, that is Roswell loyal. 
and so supportive when I literally got on Instagram and I was like, I just talked to my team. This is so devastating. We don't know what this looks like. I mean, no one knew. And, but I had such confidence in our community and they were incredible. Our business went up 40%. I was doing, wow. our was closed for two months, but we pivoted and we figured out porch pickups and we figured out, I was doing every day at two o'clock, I would do a prayer with them. We did 30 days of prayer. Mm -hmm. And we were connecting on prayer because we were terrified. The whole country yeah. was. So we connected on prayer, but then they were in my home and they were like, tell us what's in your family room. So then every day I would give them a tour of the family room. The next day it'd be the office. And they were just invested and they're like, okay, what's on the bookshelf? And I started selling. We had just launched our online the summer before. Mm -hmm. Thank God, because that is what sustained us. And our online marketplace and presence grew tenfold. And that is how we sustained it as having that online shop. And then when we opened our doors, we had this new following of customers because they were meeting with me at two o'clock every day in my living room and praying. Right. And they were like, they wanted to be a part of it. They wanted to meet us. They had never been to Roswell. We had people coming from all over the country. It really was amazing that time of two months, every day being able to engage with the community on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And we actually got closer than if I was just here in the warehouse doing my work every day. So it really, it was really amazing. So our, yeah. our business through home, of course, everyone is interested in their home. So our design firm is, we're booked out to like June and we can't even take consultations and both businesses, apparel and home have gone up 40%. Every single business went up 40%. And then our e-commerce went up 40%. So now we are um about to merge our all of our stores so okay and home will be on one e-commerce site and we're launching that in may and we're just becoming a lifestyle brand instead of just apparels over here designs over here homes right over here. so it really we changed our entire business because of the pandemic well, it is very good to hear that things are healthy and that, I mean, I, I love hearing that you're booked out until June because that to me, you know, from the tourism perspective, that means business is thriving. And even for those who have struggled, you know, business is coming back and man, we just uh, can't tell you how enthusiastic I am about hearing that. It's great news. <laughs> we also during um, that two months when we were shut down and I was doing the two o'clock um, live is what it was. Mm -hmm. We were having um, live with like Table Maine and different restaurants on the street so that they weren't only just supporting us, but they were going to, they were ordering out from Table Maine and Osteria and Ceviche. I was really trying to pull all this together, whether you were a home boutique or a Mexican restaurant, we wanted Roswell to survive. Right. We wanted our neighbors to, to survive. We didn't want to see anyone go out of business. So really that was really special too. Just the street came together and yeah, they were buying from our home store, but they were grabbing pizza at Carlisle's. So right. it was just, it's actually a special time. You know, you, you learn a lot when you're forced to. Yeah, I totally agree. No doubt about that. And you support <laughs> each other in times that are fearful and scary. Yeah. And that is what makes our community so great for sure. Yeah. 100%. Well, Ch Chaz, give me something that maybe, you know, your typical customers, or maybe those that you know are, are, are learning about you for the first time, perhaps even through this podcast, what's something that people may not know about linen and flax that you can share? Well, the, you know, I thought about that. Um, like, 
Yeah, I feel like they know everything because I share everything to a fault. But yeah. <laughs> I think there's a, a few little stats. Like, of course, they know we're women owned and operated, but 83% of our staff is women. That's mm-hmm. whether they're working in the warehouse, um, in the store, headquarters. So it's, it's a women owned and mostly operated, um, which is really incredible. The men we have, they're, they're amazing, but it's, it's mostly women. So I'm really proud of that. Women are such hard workers. And um, so that's a good thing. The other thing is I get asked all the time uh, about how did I, like you said early, what was the strategy? Tell me about your business plan. There was no business plan. So that mm-hmm. might be something people don't know. Um, there was no plan in general. Yeah. <laughs> Everything has just been one foot in front of the other. So um, I think people are surprised by that. There, We didn't, I, I never thought where we are today was, I didn't think of that five years ago. I was yeah. just open a cute little store. Man, that's, 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 yeah, that's really fun to hear. And it's, uh, it's interesting how things fall into place with a, a lot of sweat, you know, and tears and, and just, um, a good head on your shoulders. That's, uh, that's great to hear. I think that is our magic sauce. Everyone that is Mm -hmm. on our team, um, from myself to, uh, Apollo, who's packing our boxes, everybody works as if it's their own and is loyal and supportive and, when I was crying, thinking we're closing our stores, they were crying and they were showing up at the warehouse with masks on when they were kind of taking a chance because they were, mm-hmm. you know, they were of course, obeying all the guidelines, but they were showing up when the country was locked down. And I'm really proud of that. And I'm right. proud of the people. It's not just me. I think people think it's just me. It's not. I have a lot of people behind me making it happen and we work really hard. And I think that's, it doesn't come easy. That's the secret. It's right. Work really hard. All Absolutely. the time. Well, you've done it the right way. And the team has certainly done it the right way. That's um, extremely noticeable. And you all are uh, great partners of visit Roswell. And I know we've come into linen and flax um, to do photo shoots when we're kind of launching new campaigns and things of that nature. So we certainly appreciate the support there. Um, Anything we can do um, again, I've always said Roswell is my greatest partner. Because it is such a beautiful, I mean, we're all about beauty and it's one of the most beautiful hometowns, I think, in America. And I think it's such a big town, but it still has that small town charm. Absolutely. Uh, But we love to talk about Roswell. That's, I've always, I mean, from day one, it was making cute little like keychains with Roswell and sweatshirts. And we have a a hat that we can't keep on the shelves that says ROS. Like we love partnering with Roswell, um, working with Roswell. So if there's anything we can do that we're not thinking of, we'd love to support you as well and visit Roswell and letting people know it's a great place to plan a vacation. We appreciate that. Absolutely. And um, you really kind of hit on this earlier when you were talking about what the community means to you, but if you had a client or, you know, friends and family in from out of town, what would a, a day in the life of Chaz, you know, as the tour guide look like? <laughs> Well, we actually, I just had some family in and because I'm working so much, I try to use some of the restaurants. So Mm -hmm. I had family in and I had a table and main cater it in parentheses because they really don't do catering, but I called over there and um, I was like, Hey, is there any way you put together a great meal? So they put together a great meal. My parents don't want to go sit in a restaurant because they're older and COVID. So um, I picked up this beautiful meal. We sat at our kitchen table and had a great meal at table main. And then, of course, we're always wanting to take a walk for breakfast because it's one of my favorite things to do. So 
um, when my sister comes to town, I'm like, let's go walk to Gracious and Plenty or Fellows Cafe and have breakfast and then work it off and walk back, stroll the street. I'll show them at our, I'll show them our stores just because, you know, that's what we do. It's part of the tour. Of course. Um, so we love to just kind of meander on Canton Street. And then I always, anytime someone comes into town, I show them um, the mill, the area where you hike and the covered bridge. Right. And then I'll drive them over. I had my brother in town. He was actually surprised. He actually said, I took him over on Mimosa and showed him the old historic homes. And he's like, I didn't know Roswell was so beautiful. Like I, I thought it was just Canton Street, but there's so much more than Canton Street. Sure. Um, I always like to point out the historic homes and you know the whole history behind them. Um, we like to drive down by the bricks and point that out, the original um, homes that are there. Mm -hmm. So that's really what we do. I think one thing that I would love to do in Roswell is a bed and breakfast, um, because the, the biggest question is where do we stay? I would love a cute inn. And I keep thinking on Canton Street, there's that Founders Hall. That would be the cutest inn for Roswell. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's me doing it, but someone should do that. <laughs> Yeah, do you know I, what well, I'm yeah. talking about? Is it Founders? It, it's actually F Founders Hall is right yeah. Now. That's probably what you're you're thinking of down there by Crazy Love. Yeah, that would be the cutest little like boutique hotel. Just just putting it out there. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> well, that is. Um, yeah. I don't know if I have margin for it, but it, yeah, that would be great to send people to stay on Canton Street. Would be amazing. Sure, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and thanks for sharing that for sure. And well, you hit on one of the uh, descriptors of Roswell too earlier when you said loyal. What are four other, uh, you know, words to describe our community? Well, it's loyal, supportive, uh, really, truly. Um, I say that often with our on our Instagram stories. It's one of the most supportive um, towns ever. Anytime we're doing something new, opening a store. I always think no one's going to come and they show up with lines wrapping our buildings and that's mm -hmm. just loyalty. Um, so I think it's just so charming, um, supportive. It's family oriented. I mean, did I, did I say all of them? Yeah. I think that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I would agree with another, every one of those. <laughs> there is another um, small business that just opened up and I'm drawing a blank of the name. It's a gluten-free, you might've heard of it. Gluten -free. Oh, Christie's Kitchen. Yes. And just to see the support that Roswell's giving that amazing story. I mean, I was mm -hmm. weeping over that story. That's a, that would be a great podcast too. You probably already done it, but I just, it's overwhelming. You know, if there's a need Roswell, the people they're there for you. Yeah. And that, um, to our listeners, it's, uh, we're talking about Christie's kitchen. These are two individuals, husband and wife couple, um, who have, you know, opened up a restaurant and have fallen on some hard times, but, actually just through their story they had it shared on a, a social media page on facebook called um humans of new york which has about 20 million followers and just overnight put them in so much of a better position to move forward with their business that it is i mean it's been insane to see the response and unbelievable i've never really seen anything like it right but then as you read the comments so many are from roswell from even they've had asked for gardening help and all these right. people in roswell just jumping to the occasion that is our community you know when we've had a couple tragedies with children and high schools and everyone right. rallies i mean it's just no matter what the situation is you you don't feel alone you feel like anything is possible in roswell and you've got just a, the most supportive people. It's just, it's unique. I really feel like it's unique. 
That is incredible to hear. And I, I totally agree. Um, sheesh, you and I could talk, I think, for another five hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, this is awesome. Yeah. And um, I really think our audience and our listeners are going to get a lot out of us. Uh, I, I know that people are going to be excited to know that we've got you um, on. But in the interest of time, let's uh, make sure that all of your information is out there. So what are the, uh, you know, what's the best website for people to get information um, where you had mentioned Instagram and Facebook? How should we follow you? Definitely. I would say um, Instagram, Facebook. Absolutely. Instagram is where the party happens. We always say. So our handle is Linen Flax, L-I-N-E-N-F-L-A-X, um, home, Linen Flax Home. That's our handle. And then our website is linenandflaxhome.com. And then our design website, if sometimes people want to look at our portfolio, that's linenandflax.com. But if you follow linenandflaxhome.com, there's tabs to take you to the other website and that should help you navigate. That's where our, our online store is. And that's also where you can find where our store locations are. Good deal. Good deal. And as always, um, if anybody needs information on places to stay, things to do, places to eat, recreational opportunities, events, check out visitroswellga.com. Again, my name is Andy Williams, service director of Visit Roswell, and we will catch you next time. Chaz, it has been a pleasure to have you on. We certainly appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we can get some, uh, some traffic through your doors from this podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Andy. Thank you so much for having us.